Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic day today. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Bookkeeper's Voice. My name is Angie, and I am part of the Savvy team. Today, we are actually joined by a very special guest and a fellow Savvy member, Karen Andrews, the director of Vivid Enterprise Solutions. Thank you for joining us today, Karen. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so thrilled. Now, you are actually a client of the Savvy Bookkeeper, and you're part of our Savvy membership. But one thing that I find really interesting is you were actually the first person to join the Savvy membership um, before it even went public. Yes, because I think I was like hounding you. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do it. Yes, yeah. It's, um, it was, I think you wanted, you wanted our pricing catalog. That's what it was. It was the pricing catalog and you really, really wanted it. So we said, okay, we're about to launch this. Give us, you know, a little bit of leeway. It's not completely finished or streamlined yet. And um, yeah, you were the official first member, which is really exciting. And it's come a long way since then, which is a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, um, it's great. And we've been kind of speaking for the last little while, right when your business was just getting to another level. And you've just been doing an amazing job at continually growing your business and really keeping an eye on what your goals are for the business as well, which is great. Yeah. I definitely have. And yeah, uh, I couldn't have done it without Savvy, really. Like it's definitely, it's like a friend holding my hand all the way. (laughs) Well, we absolutely love working with you. These past few months have been a real joy and we actually get really excited when we get an email about something new that you're working on or something that you would like us to create. Not many, many people know, but Karen's actually been the inspiration for a couple new products, programs that we've been doing, and we love all the feedback that we get from Karen. It's amazing. And it's been wonderful, really, just seeing Vivid Enterprise Solutions grow to what it is now. Like, even just in the last nine months, it's truly developed into this agency that is so supportive of their clients and a lot of it's because you've been able to get out from the working always in the business and you can really focus on on the business yeah it's been a really big push of mine this year to try and not be doing the bookkeeping and being able to 
increase our service offering, you know, grow mm. our business, you know, you know, I, I'm a big lover of software. So every time, you know, we grow, we're <laughs> investing in software um, to, you know, to help our clients. And, yeah. you know, I think I'm more valuable there than doing the bookkeeping. Yeah. And that takes a lot so. to also realize where you're most not just needed, but yeah, most valuable because some bookkeepers are amazing bookkeepers, but their brains do so much more and you're actually more valuable doing other things like streamlining the bookkeeping processes to make it easier for everyone else. Yes. And I love doing it. I know you do. It's great. It's great. I love doing mentoring sessions and you see something that is new to you and you get so excited. Yeah. It's so us. It's so savvy as well. So it's great. (laughs) Now, over the last few months, we've gotten to know you really well in your team and just everything that Vivid is all about. So I thought it would be really great to go through, talk about your bookkeeping journey, discuss what it's been like growing a virtual remote team and how getting your pricing and systems all organized have allowed you to actually grow the business because what you've done these last few months is really impressive and it really has been instrumental in growing your business so what I thought was first we go in and let the listeners learn a little bit more about your background of who you are how you became a bookkeeper and just business owner in general because you have a bit just like every bookkeeper you have a bit of a different journey which I love Thank I you. love your journey. So <laughs> it's been a long journey. It, it has. Like. It yeah. has. It's been amazing though. And it's definitely something completely different from everyone else's. Um, <laughs> so yeah, would you mind give us a little bit oh, of a rundown? Yeah, let me know if I'm going on too much. But yeah, so <laughs> definitely um, <laughs> I guess uh, where to where to start? I'd I'd certainly didn't start out bookkeeping. Um, at school I loved maths and science and I went on to do a science degree um, at Monash Uni and then I went on to do an honours degree um, in pharmacology, so studying how uh, drugs work. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually did my honours degree studying um, the inland taipan venom it's the yes. most venomous snake in the world. So I did uh, I did a thesis on that. And then I thought, mm, yeah, this is really for me. I love research. Um, so then I went and did a PhD. I did that on um, diabetes drugs. Um, I learned all about that and learned mainly, I guess the skills I learned from doing my PhD was solving problems, doing research, Um, designing, constructing experiments to write clearly and scientifically and to be precise and succinct. So it's all really important in bookkeeping as well, you know. Um, So yeah. Um, And then just before I finished my PhD and a month after I got married, I went to a seminar from um, a professor from Calgary in Canada And I loved what he had to say. At the end of the talk, he mentioned that he was looking for postdoctoral fellows. Now, my husband and I had never really considered moving overseas, but for two people that love skiing, uh, Calgary was a big draw card. Calgary is amazing. So less than two months later, we (laughs) moved to Calgary um, and we spent two years there. It was a really wonderful time. We absolutely adored it. It was a really, really 
hard decision to come back. So mm -hmm. after two years, my husband got a good job offer. We just thought, I think it's time to start a family. You know, we had, you know, we did, I didn't really want to do it without my mum around. So I, I thought, get that. yeah, so I thought, mm, yeah, it's time to go back. So we came back, we had two boys pretty quickly. And then um, still continued with research. I worked at Monash for a while, then RMIT. And I spent most of the time at the Baker Heart and Diabetes Institute. Um, mm -hmm. I was second in charge uh, for a group of 15, about 15 researchers. So I managed a lot of research assistants. Um, I mentored honor students and I had quite a few PhD students myself. So life was pretty busy. Um, yes. yes, especially with two boys. Yes. At the same time, um, over the same time, my husband started his own business. He was working for other people and decided he wanted to go out on his own. So he did that. So I did the books for him as well as my own job, two boys. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so it continued on like that. And, you know, when I was doing his books, I really, because I was time poor, it was all about streamlining and automating even then. I yeah. wanted to, you know, if there was a way for me to do it quicker and, you know, yeah. without touching it, that's what I was about. So I, I did that. Um, and then I had a surprise pregnancy a bit later, I would say. Um, so we had our daughter when the, our boys were 11 and 9. And I think priorities changed then. Mm -hmm. I was on maternity leave and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to go back. I thought... <laughs> I, I like being at home and um, yeah, so I ended up um, leaving and thought I'm going to be a bookkeeper. So I, I thought now what should I do first? Um, I had no idea about Facebook groups or anything like that, but I actually thought about it and thought I'm going to go and get a job doing bookkeeping to see yeah. if I like it. So that's the first thing I did. I went Which and was so smart. Yeah, well, I've, I've since listened to quite a few of Amy's podcasts and she does suggest doing that. And I'm like, I, know. Oh, I did it that just, all on my own. <laughs> you know, why create a business if you don't know if you like actually working in the business? Yes. Yeah. You well, need to know. Yeah. So I did that. Um, you know, that job was my first introduction to zero as well. So it was also the biggest rescue job I've ever done. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was a big task. I worked there for a year. Um, we ended up pretty much um, getting the books under control. Amazing. Um, so yeah, it was a really bad myob to zero conversion. And there was three years for a really big business. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Oh, so, that's yeah, I think, yes. <laughs> I, learned, I learned zero. I learned everything about it and I loved it. And I, you know, I knew that, you know, it was where I wanted to go. So the same mm -hmm. time I was working there, I started my studies I did the certificate for pretty quickly um, after hours and because yep. I wanted to become a BAS agent. I'm just like, you know, um, being in the, you know, professional field, I'm all about education, professional development, you know, just wanted to do it in the right order, as Amy would say. And yes. thought, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I became a BAS agent and then I started to get some clients so my first client was actually my professor that I worked with 
um, in research. She I love that. That's <laughs> such a great cycle. <laughs> yes. She left and bought a few bookshops. So she was my first real client. Um, and then I just started to get referrals from there. And then I thought, right, it's time to go out on my own. <laughs> so, and here we are. I love it. I love, I love how, so every bookkeeper always thinks of themselves as just another bookkeeper, but everyone's story is so different. And oh, uh, yep. I don't think, know if I've actually told you, but I had a uh, old housemate that is, was an expert, is an expert in um, Australian venomous. Really? TMS. Yeah. <laughs> so when I learned that you were really interested in venom and everything, I was like, yes. oh, this is amazing. This is so it's interesting. Small world, though. <laughs> uh, you know, well, it's kind of similar. Everyone has their own journey and you were right. Everything that you did has helped you become the bookkeeper and business owner that you are today. Yeah. Every step along the way, you can go, okay, well, this is why I'm really good at this. This is why this comes a bit more natural to me because I was doing this. And I think with you as well, you love researching, you love learning. Yes, and yep. that is definitely something that you can tell with your entire business concept kind Thank of thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And I love how when you created Vivid Enterprise Solutions, you knew you wanted it to be virtual and remote. You knew exactly, you know, how you wanted to help people, what kind of clients you were able to help the most. And just to let everyone know, Karen's tagline for her business is streamline, automate, and grow, which is 100% you all over. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I got there with a little bit of help from you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but a large point of it was you. And even, you know, as you go through and tell your story, that is something that's been there for a very long time. Yes. Yeah. Look, I, um, you know, in, in terms of the remote, you know, the remote virtual business, I think I was lucky enough when I was doing research that, you know, we were always had access to all the latest technology, you know, that included remote working, you know, we were always, you know, I guess they wanted us to, you know, do all the work we could. So exactly. you know, I, I was working part time, but I was also running a team. So I sort of needed to be available. And, you know, so I, I did a lot of remote working while I was also working mm. on site. Um, so yeah, I like I was used to that. And then when I was introduced to zero, I was even I'm like, it's is entirely possible, you know. Before that, Love I was zero. my old, you know, <laughs> desktop version. So you know, it was so difficult to you know transfer that. But you know, and you know, in terms of, I was also lucky to come in so late into bookkeeping because I didn't have all those paper processes. I didn't, yes. you know, I went straight to the cloud. I, you know, I, I hate paper. I hate filing. So, Same. you know, yeah. So I, I, I remember the first time that I, when I was working at the garden supply place and Dee, who actually now works with me, I worked with her there. She printed stuff out and put it in a folder. And I said, well, why do you do that? And she's like, well, because we do. And I'm like, <laughs> 
have you ever opened that folder? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so we stopped doing it. We stopped yeah. doing a lot of paper stuff. So, yeah. Well, because um, to be fair, 10 years ago, that was completely normal. And now, yeah, you can put it in a folder in your cloud. Exactly. Like Dropbox or OneDrive or whatever. You can put it in that folder. No need to yeah. print it out anymore. <laughs> no. So, yeah, no printing. Um, so, yeah, that all of that led to the tagline. So I used to have the tagline, streamline, systematize, grow. And I think in one of the sessions where we did our business plan. We did. That was yeah. the first thing we changed. Like, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm fully embraced it. And I'm like, yes, that's it. Yeah, and I'm happy uh, with that. Yeah. I love it. It just really encompasses everything that the business and you are all about internally and externally. Um, like you said, when you started doing your business, your husband's businesses books, yeah. you were all about streamline automating as much as you possibly could because you were time poor and you, you know, you're also, besides being an amazing business owner and bookkeeper. You are a mom, you're a wife, you're a friend, you're a daughter. Yes. Anything that you can get to streamline your business yeah. for your clients is a bonus. Yes. Yeah. I just, yeah. And then I, I think, you know, in that business planning session, things mm. really started to, like, that was the first sort of session that I'd ever done with Fabi. You know, yes. we've done, you know, I'd done some of the, you know, the pricing you know the pricing masterclass and the health check masterclass which I really want to talk about because they were game changers um, but the business planning session I'm not creative I'm, mm. I'm not creative I naturally shy away from anything that requires me to do any sort of work like that where I have to think about stuff and yes. try and put it into words I don't like it so um yeah I but it was the best thing I, you know, one of the best things I ever did for my business. It, it allowed me to realize who I was, what the business was about, and most importantly, who my ideal client was. I don't think I knew that before. You know, we talked about values and, you know, all those values and everything are now part of our social media. Like, I know, I, I love you know, it. It all just, it all just goes together. And I, I, I never really understood any of that, that I really needed to have a, you know, identity as a business as well. Mm. You know, well, you've done an amazing job. And I think the reason why we were able to do so much in that session together was you went through, like, like you said, you were doing it in the right order. So you had all the pieces, but they just needed to be put together. And yeah. once we did that, and I think once we did, it was your values and your brand personality that really helped put things together and really help to create that picture of this business is basically a person that I have created and now you can have that clear picture of that person almost. yes it's given me the confidence to actually put it out there I don't yeah. think I would have before I think I always knew it about myself and I mm. think every other bookkeeper out there they have it in them they know who they are they know what they can offer but actually writing it down and deciding who you want to work for, you know, who you want to help, all of these things really makes a difference. And, you know, I don't think before then I would have had the confidence to ever say no to a client, but now I do. Now it's, you do. It's more, yeah. it's more, well, you know, I just, 
if people like a lot of clients just want to keep things the way they've been doing it and that is there is no problem with that mm-hmm. but um they're not the clients that can benefit from working with us you know so exactly. it, it has to be a good fit both ways exactly so, and you've yeah. done amazing with that as well you've you've gotten so many new clients just this year already and it's just yes. the end of February which is great everyone everyone starts the new year and goes right I'm going to get I need to sort my bookkeeping this year yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, definitely yeah. a new year's resolution but you've done an amazing job with it and I really truly think it's because you know who you're looking for and it helps them know that you're the right pick for them as well because you're communicating your values so well that it's reaching them that they want to work with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I that's a good so. way. I hadn't thought of it that way. So yeah. Yeah, no, good. it's because yeah. it definitely comes across your social media. It definitely comes across your website now and everything that you're doing. It's you are talking to them. You aren't talking to your non-ideal clients. You are talking to your ideal clients. So it's resonating with them. And then it's making them be like, yeah, this is perfect. This is a great thing. Yeah. I think um, one of the things that Amy said one time is, um, I, I can't remember, I don't know, I've watched all her stuff. <laughs> I listened to everything. So, <laughs> so um, do I. She, yeah. She was talking about how, um, you know, if a business owner is looking at a business with a standard sort of website, these are the services we offer, or they're looking at a website with, you know, a face there and, you know, information about that person, you know, even if they don't, you know, they either don't like it and they'll go somewhere else, which is yes. also a good thing, yes. or they do like it and they go, yeah, you're someone I want to work with. Who are they going to choose? You never choose the faceless one. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. It so, really actually works. Just having yeah. that photo of you. Yeah. And I've, you know, since I put the About Us page, I've had a lot of clients say, oh, I read about your history and journey. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) all right. (laughs) But then I'm like, you know, a lot of them are like, Canada, wow. Or, you know, venomous snakes, wow. You know, so it It sets you apart. It gives you, it makes them realize that you're a person. Yes. Which I know that sounds so silly, but sometimes when you're working with someone, especially virtually, you actually do forget that they are people, they're other human beings. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's also um, part of the way we like to do our business is we love client contact. We want them to call us. We want to talk to them. We want to help them. We want to know about their business. You know, we want to have that relationship. So, you know, that's really important to us too and you know I I really encourage that with everyone in my team it's like you know the client calls talk to them you know we that's what we want so yeah yeah Yeah. now just because Karen did mention the about us page in our podcast notes today we are going to be having Karen's actual website link available for you guys I would highly suggest anyone who's looking at really creating that that real identity of their business go to Karen's page because you worked with a copywriter after we finished doing sorting your business plan and it is so well done you really do instantly connect with you and your team which is great 
my team's really important to the business as well. And exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We just. Yeah, that's the, another thing that Amy helped with. <laughs> yes. Yeah. With, the, with you know, I've I've my vision for our business was um, account managers here in Australia. Mm-hmm. We do a lot yes. of the forward-facing client interactions. Mm-hmm. And then a team of bookkeepers overseas. I wasn't sure when, where exactly. Um, we ended up going through the outsourced accountant um, in the Philippines, which has been an absolutely brilliant, brilliant. It's worked yeah, out. There's some late. very highly skilled bookkeepers there. Yes. So um, last week we just hired another one, another a team member. So we've got three. We're going to have three over there now. So I used Amy's hiring process. I worked with Amy on getting that and we adapted her hiring process here for overseas overseas yeah and you know with our first employee um from the philippines rashane she's brilliant but i love her she's such a sweetie yes but it was a complete fluke like honestly like i look back now and just think how lucky we were because we spoke to her we liked her and we're like okay you know come and work with us but um now i've got a much more structured you've got that system yeah you've yeah. got the system where it's easy for you to find that right person and what I really love especially for overseas is um in Amy's process just for everyone to know she always suggests to actually get applicants to do a video yes and that helps you get to know them so well it, yeah well, you know what to expect yeah before, before you meet them and I've never seen a video that's actually put me off. Mm, you know, like, yeah, like <laughs> I, I haven't seen a video that's, oh no, you know, that's definitely that's not the do. right fit here. Yeah. So I think it can only enhance your application, you know, mm. um, as well. So yeah. And yeah, I did some um, personality testing and mm-hmm. some um, nu- numerical and verbal reasoning testing and, yeah, I think it gives you a big picture, a great picture of the candidate before they before you interview them mm. and you know how to target your questions. So you get the most out of the interview. You're not just exactly. going in there blind. Exactly. And it, I know we're always about doing things in the right order, but having that system of hiring an employee, I find is so helpful because then, like you did, Amy always suggests to have to only interview three people. But when you're interviewing the three people, you still want it systemized so that when you're comparing the three different employees, you're comparing them to similar questions, the similar processes, so that, because it can make a difference. I know I've done interviews when I was really young. I think I started to hire people when I was 16 and I I did all right. But looking back at it now, it's like, oh, you got lucky, girl. Because I didn't keep the questions consistent and the interviews consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've definitely done that. Uh, You know, I've kept them consistent. And yeah, I, you know, the main question that I ask that pretty much, I, I think I could ask this one question and that would be enough is what do you do when you don't know what to do? And I love they, that question. Yeah, oh. and if they if they come back and say, "Well, I asked someone," yeah. Mm. If they say, you know, I look for the answer, I Google it. 
I, you know, ask someone, I do mm-hmm. everything I can before I come and ask you. That's mm-hmm. the answer I want. And every business owner, you know, slash boss is different. Looking for that. But but I I love people to want to learn. I love people who want to learn themselves, who want to find the answer. And if you found the answer by yourself, you remember it and you understand it better than if someone just tells you. So yeah, that's, that's, I guess, where I'm coming from with that question. And all the three team members that I've got have all done really well with that question. So great question. (laughs) It's the day you told me about it. I was like, oh my gosh, my brain's just exploded. Because yes. it does sum up a lot about their reasoning and yes. their process. Because yes. with bookkeeping, there's questions sometimes. You're never going to know all the answers. No, I don't usually know the answer. That's why I'm like, yeah. okay, well, all I'm going to do is Google, Google. it. So. <laughs> Google's amazing. Yeah. Google or a Facebook group of asking the question for other bookkeepers. Yes, I don't. I I don't tend to do that. Although I do read them a lot and learn. You do read, yes. Yeah, I yes. read them. I do that. And, yeah, learn. But you know, it's part of putting myself out there, which I wouldn't normally do. Which, which is why we're doing this podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. uh, I love it. You've done such a great job growing the business, and you're doing it in a way that you're really. It's going to be able to continue to grow. You're not going to be getting to the point where you're at capacity and then your team members are tearing their hair out kind of thing. It's able to scale if you need it for your client's sake. Yes, that's definitely what we're trying to do. Yeah, we're trying we're trying to take the bookkeeping out of the hands of our, our team members or our, mm. our employees or all of us in Australia yeah. and and getting our wonderful Philippines team to do that part of it because it's allowing us to grow here, take on more clients. And provide that support. Like you said, you know, have that call with them, find out how they're going. Are things going well or not well or. Yeah. And to do things that we haven't had time to do like management reports and cash flow reporting. Like we've never, it's not something that we've really done a lot of just because we, we haven't had the time until now. And that's, Mm. that's what it's allowing us to do, which is, basically providing a better service for our clients and helping them more yeah I love it and that's why I've loved working with you over the last few months because you do put your clients first and the end bit of your business name is correct solutions like you you try and understand their problems and then find a solution yes which is great yeah yeah Yeah. that it's it's so good. And it's really refreshing to be able to see that that's, it's always in the front of your mind. It certainly is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I do have some bookkeeping questions I want to ask. I kind of actually know some of the answers, but I want everyone yeah. else to read them and learn about them as well. So okay. what is your favorite part of bookkeeping and why? I uh, probably won't be surprised after what we just talked about. I, know. <laughs> um, I love to help business owners. Yeah, I, I know that there's so many business owners out there that just aren't aware of how streamlined and automated their account keeping can be. I think most of them are so busy and so busy doing what they're really good at, um, you know, and running their business. Um, they don't, they just sort of don't want to know about the numbers. They just want to keep doing what they love 
and not worry about that. But I just, I think that with up-to-date numbers, you can make way better decisions for your business. Um, and, you know, not all business owners want to grow their business. Yes. So and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I do think they can still grow their profits. And, you know, that's one of Amy's key takeaway. And I 100% agree. Yeah. Did she say so, that in the health check? Or was that? I'm not sure at all. I just soak it all up. So Yeah, I think <laughs> I think she first said it in the health check and then we put it into the pricing masterclass. I can't remember, but yeah, that's, that's, a, you know, you can always grow your profits without growing your business. There's always different ways of streamlining, making yourself being able to do things faster. So you're actually working less, which is still increasing your profit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you know, a lot of business owners want to have more time with their family. They want to have more time away from their business and mm -hmm. If they can increase their profits, even if it's just enough to take things like the bookkeeping off their hands, the marketing off their hands, the IT off their hands, if they can do that, then they're still, you know, they're still growing their business, even though, Absolutely. yeah. And yeah, um, yeah we, we like to see everyone succeed. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. Now, my next question is from a business perspective, what has it been like growing a virtual business? business during this last year aka COVID season well <laughs> I'd say last year has been one of the most challenging years I've ever had and I think most people would say that and particularly everyone in the uh, bookkeeping and accounting field it, it really was a has crazy like, year yeah it slammed everyone so I don't really think that the wider public really understands the increased mm. workload and all the additional support that we needed to provide our clients. So, yeah. you know, obviously we care deeply about our clients. So we really want to try and do everything we can to help them. But we're also trying to support our own families and our <laughs> own friends and, you know, so. Our own mental health as well, because yes. there's only so much your brain can handle. Yeah. So, you know, I had homeschooling from, you know, one who loved it, one who was terrible at it and, you know, a preppy. So, you know, it was very interesting. Funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, but then I look back and go, I'm actually really proud of the growth that we had during the year. Like we grew our team. Um, we automated and streamlined more processes. You know, we, we joined Savvy so that, you know, we got a business plan, we changed our whole price. <laughs> We changed our pricing and yeah, we did so much. So um, I just, I'm happy and relieved that everyone got through it. And, you know, all of my clients pretty much made it through. So um, I really hope that that continues and we, you know, everyone keeps getting there. You know, I, I hope nothing bad happened this year. <laughs> Oh, we deserve one year we just yes we really deserve just one year where it can just be smooth yes that'd yes. be nice <laughs> yes no it's um you've done a great job growing a virtual business and also you know I think you did a really great job as well just keeping your remote team a team yeah we do we do like to we do team meetings every mm. week 
Um, And we talk about a lot in those meetings. We talk about how everyone's going. We have a general chit chat. We talk about how we can reduce clicks. That's one of our major things. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, and we ask everyone, is there any way we can reduce clicks? We talk about software, software updates, you know, new things that we've discovered in software. And, you know, that's sort of the focus of our our Mm. team meetings. It's not really, you know, it's not like that. And, you know, our virtual team, every, we speak to everyone every day. So, you know, our account managers here are working with bookkeepers there. So, you know, there's constant communication. And I think without that, it's really hard to have a virtual team. You can't really just, it's not a set and forget thing. You can't Definitely just, not. Yeah. You just, you really need to put effort into it. And the more effort you put in, the, the more you get back. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I, and you've done a really great job doing that because, like you said, it hasn't been an easy year for anyone, but um, you've successfully kept that team environment, kept your clients going, and grown the business, which is. Yeah, we, we certainly have done that. And yeah, it's been, um, yeah, I'm really proud of everyone. So it's great. It's wonderful. It's yeah. now we've talked about this a little bit. But I want to do like a full official question of it. As a business owner and a bookkeeper, how has getting your pricing systems in place allowed you to grow your business? I would say it's probably been the biggest, the biggest factor in our growth. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I've, in the last year, I've worked really hard on our sales and onboarding systems. We, yes. we had no system before. Um, I didn't really know there was an onboarding system. So, <laughs> um, so you know, after the business plan, then I did the I, I did the pricing masterclass and the health check masterclass, and that led to you know implementing you know the pricing catalog that I was you know. Yep, that was, it was so funny. Oh, I felt so um, bad because I was like, oh, she really needs it, guys. We need to get this yeah. organized. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I didn't want to, I was tired of not giving people a price at the start. Yes. I really wanted to, you know, I knew it was possible. I knew from doing the health check masterclass in particular mm. that, um, you know, how to scope a job. Amy, like, did a great job in showing us how to do that. Yeah, and I she's felt really at it. confident that I could do it. I'm like, now I need the price to go with it. <laughs> so, so I, yeah. So before that, I was telling everyone, right, you know, this is what I think it's going to be. And it would take me hours to come up with that, mm. what I think it would be. Um, this is what I think it would be. Um, but we're not really going to know until after three months. We'll do your books for three months. And then after that, we'll fix the price. Yeah. Um, um, some clients were okay with that but I don't really think it gave them the clarity that they deserve really like you know it's much better to say up front this is what it's going to take to get your books up to date and this is what it's going to be per month you know it's great and it just helps as a business owner I'm at the process now that I know I'm going to need a bookkeeper next financial year and I definitely would prefer someone to tell me right straight up being like this is what we can expect even just till your business grows to its next stage. Yeah. And I just, I recently quoted like a startup business and I, I, you know, I do this anyway. Um, I do scope reviews every three months to see, you know, what time we spent, you know, all of that. 
but um I just said we'll do we might need to do them a bit more regularly you yeah, know businesses are yeah. gonna grow so yeah this is the price now but that could change and if it changes it means your business is growing so that's good <laughs> yeah it's a good it, it's a good problem to have yes yeah so yeah. it's yeah. you've done amazing with that and I love how everything you do you make into a system because then other people can do it as well so it's not always that you have to do it yes what I tell my team is that if you don't write it down and make it into a system that means you're going to be doing it forever yes <laughs> so if you, if you don't want to do it anymore write it down <laughs> oh can everyone so, just just hear karen say that one more time in this episode <laughs> just one more time karen yeah, write it down <laughs> you won't have to do it anymore yeah oh, it's so true <laughs> yeah so yeah um we've we've um we've implemented a new workflow system in the last few months um, yeah. and we're so happy with everything now because everything is really um, like specific for each client. Which so. is amazing because I think that's the thing that scares a lot of bookkeepers getting things systemized and automated and streamlined is no client is the same, but you can still streamline the process to yeah, fit for them. Yeah, you start with the same workflow that you've got for everyone and then mm -hmm. you add and remove steps depending on the client. And, you know, there's usually there's usually like a step. It's either either or. You do that yes. with one or that with the other. It's not usually, you know, it's completely out of the box because bookkeeping is bookkeeping, you know. I <laughs> agree. Ways you can do it. Yeah, it's just picking the right pieces yeah. and then putting them at that into the workflow. Yeah, that's right, yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. So I know we actually were talking about this next question uh, before we did the podcast today, but what's next for you and Vivid? Wow. <laughs> All of our growth so far has been pretty much through accountant and client referrals. We haven't had any, like, you know, we've got the website and that's been great because, you know, a lot of people, when they get a referral, they will, you know, have a look at the website before they talk to us. So, you know, I don't think without the website, we, we probably wouldn't have helped. And I yep. actually had one of our accountants even, even like um, copy and paste one of our blog posts, you know, the link to our blog post about why, why have a virtual bookkeeper. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. So um, that's, that's been great. But this year I really want to ramp up on the marketing and the SEO. So um, work on regular blogs, lead magnets, Instagram stories, and improving our SEO. So I yes. did see your question yesterday. I was going to say, uh, I didn't see your answer. Well, <laughs> I, I think the problem is I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't know anything about it. I know. So, yeah. so just to let everyone yeah. know, I do little sneaky questions in our Savvy membership um, to see what direction we should go for certain products so that it's the right direction for everyone and um i asked in the group about a possible seo product and um you know if anyone is also wanting to learn a little bit of seo just let me know what you want to learn Every what, everything <laughs> uh, whatever templates you can provide that would be amazing yeah i guess i don't know keywords yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about SEO to really, it's not, 
it's not something I've looked into yet. I haven't done my research, so I don't know. I love it. You haven't done your research. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to be coming out with some things this year. So it's definitely on the radar for anyone else looking. But um, yeah, it's, I love the progression that you have gone because now, you know, you have that solid client coming in. You've got your processes going. Now you're, okay, I can ramp things up. I can get my marketing going. This yes. is going to be great. And, and yeah, I, I definitely am ready now. I feel really confident with our onboarding system. You know, it's going, you know, it's getting smoother and smoother every time we do it. And, um, you know, our feedback from the clients is they feel oh, like it's really um, easy for them. And I think the more, you know, the quicker you do your onboarding, gather the information you need, the more confident they are that, you know, you know what you're doing. And, absolutely and they can see where you can help yeah. they see you know they can see pretty much straight away or oh, you're going to do that for us you're going to do that for us you know I'm not going to have to worry about that anymore so you know the relief they would feel right away yeah yeah and that's what it's about so yeah it's been yep we're ready we're ready watch this space <laughs> I love it I love it so much it's been so great to have you on thank you so much for letting me push you in the deep end today <laughs> thank you I've re actually really enjoyed it I know everyone's <laughs> so scared to come on the podcast with me but it's like it's just a chat yeah. <laughs> we're just recording it for everyone to listen to no pressure yeah, so true. Yeah. no it's it's been great and our entire team have loved getting to know you the business and watching you grow it's pretty much at the point now every month we can see a massive step forward yeah well uh, savvy's a massive part of that and I, I yeah I don't it wouldn't have happened without you guys so yeah the feeling's mutual oh yeah. we've you seriously you're one of the ones that you've definitely inspired modules of products actual products and you just, your passion for helping your clients make us more passionate to help you. If yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things that keep us going. And I think the other day you said in the, I think it was our hashtag Ask Savvy Sessions, where you're like, oh, you guys are smashing out new products lately. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but like, three months ago you were mentioning certain products and I was like oh yeah we'll get on to that yes they're now coming they out come. yeah I know <laughs> we're Thank getting you. on to it yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm using all of them <laughs> I love it I love it no thank you so much for coming on sharing your journey because like every bookkeeper it's completely unique and amazing and your knowledge and experience with building the business that you the way you have is really inspiring. And I know a lot of listeners would have learned a lot from you today. Well, thank you. Thanks so much. No, it's, it's definitely something. And if anybody who wants to learn more about Karen and Vivid Enterprise Solutions, please make sure to go to thesavvybookkeeper.com.au. In there, we're going to have all of her links from her personal LinkedIn, like her professional LinkedIn, her business LinkedIn, her Facebook for the, her business page, and her Instagram for her business page and her website. So what? we've got everything there for you because you've done a really great job at 
really doing the holistic approach. So I thought I would just include all of your links Thank you. <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> um, and, you know, this is something kind of not just for you, it is for you, but it's for all bookkeepers. The reason why I really wanted Karen to come on today is because she has done an amazing job. She's an amazing bookkeeper. She cares about everyone. And this year, my goal is to start her celebrating herself a bit more. <laughs> And I think that's something every bookkeeper needs to do. Probably, yes. Yeah. I think we are always the ones in the background. Yeah. No, you have done amazing. So you had better share this podcast <laughs> to your to all of your friends to hear, let them hear how amazing you are. um no you you've done an amazing job and I know I love that you say you know you couldn't do it without savvy but I think you have been the instrumental ingredient into building the life that you wanted to building the business that you want and it's really inspiring so that's very nice of you good on you (laughs) (laughs) now just to Reminder, everyone, again, we are going to have all of Karen's links available. She is also in the iHeart Bookkeeping group that you have to answer the questions to get into. We won't let you in because we want nice bookkeepers and lovely people in that group. (laughs) Um, But you can always kind of tag her there as well. And just as always, guys, stay safe, sane and savvy. And thank you so much, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.